Welcome to That Davis Show. I am your host, Kenneth Davis. Please follow me at That's Davis, also my partner in crime, executive producer of That Davis Show, Ryan Bukovsky. Please follow him at Ryan B. Ski and Ryan B. Ski one on Instagram. Uh, this show is a this episode, I should say, is a near and dear one because we're going to get an update on the life of Ryan. If you could uh, probably see this upcoming banner. Uh, but if you don't know, Ryan has been doing a lot. Ryan is at below 10% body fat. All right. If you can just look at, look, look at him. All right. Look at the gains. Um, he's been acting. Um, he's been doing a lot. He's been uh, taking his life, uh, control of his life. And I'm very proud of him. He's been even more disciplined. So I'm going to check in in Las Vegas, Rye, see how life has been treating him out on the West coast. Um, letting us know here and in the, the center of the world, and that's Chicago. Uh, what's going on on the west side so how you doing ryan i haven't melted yet we're still here baby that heat hasn't yeah. gotten us down yet. so now yeah. what you're this is your second when when did you officially move to vegas at the end of 2021 okay so you're entering what will be your second year living in vegas you also have moved for everybody that doesn't know you've You've moved out. You and your buddy were living it together. He had a nice home. He sold it. You guys. A little uh, mind-blowing stat that I came up with yesterday. I Go decided ahead. I think I'm going to be up at this place that I'm at currently. I believe it's the first time I haven't moved somewhere, whether it's a new apartment or a new state or a new city, for the first time since 2016. So break down all the places moved since 2016. It's 2023 right now. So, moved to Chicago at 2015, right in October, right before the Cubs playoff run then. Stayed 2016. 2017, moved to a different part of Chicago, and then moved to North Dakota. 2018, moved to a different part of North Dakota. 2019, back to my mom's house. 2020, in Arizona. 2021, Las Vegas. 2022, new apartment. Man, 2020 was when you moved to Arizona? Time mm-hmm. flies. I was like, yeah, I, was, I know it was at the end. Time, to, that, was a, that, was a, that was an interesting year, uh, 2020 to say the least. Uh, but <laughs> what have you been up to now? So tell everybody what you've been up to the last few months, Ryan. Well, I think like one of my big messages to just all the audience out there is you got to stay optimistic you got to stay positive and it's a balance with everything, right? Like pursue your dreams, but you got to be taking practical steps towards those things. It's not a a zero to a hundred, like Drake would say, it's more of like a step-by-step-by-step-by-step. And at the end of 2022, I was not happy with like the direction that I was going in. And I just felt like, you know what? I'm always going to be kind of a kid at heart. I'm always going to have that kind of youthfulness because I just I just believe in that. But it's also like I needed to get serious with some things. So I was trying to project into the universe that 2023 would be a year of overall massive change and growth, a milestone year, a year I would look back on and say, yeah, that's when some things really changed. And, you know, everybody has those years where you're just like, what was that year that like my life really took a different direction? And 
putting it out there, putting it out there. It was a rough start to the year. I had that that week of, you know, basically getting my heart broken before Valentine's Day, then getting laid off Wednesday after Valentine's Day, and already needing to move out of the place that I was in because it was uh, the house was sold, so I needed to go somewhere else. So it was just like everything all at once, big time, and. You know, I stayed strong with it. I took it one step at a time. First the place, then the job. We don't have to worry about the girl. That's never happening. But besides that, I wanted to, you know, do more than just like work and work out. But I wanted to get really serious about working out too. So when you mentioned all that stuff, I started really doing dieting. I only would do like limited weightlifting. Now I'm doing cardio, walk hiking, spin classes twice a week. I want to start joining intramurals. That's the next one. And it's been great. I'm like in the best shape of my life at 34. So it's it's been like eye-opening that if you put in that work, you can get a lot of shit done kind of thing. But besides just like getting healthy physically, I wanted to get right mentally too. And I knew like for me at least, and I don't know, maybe other people feel this way, there's a lot of just fake existence in our life with these electronics and these phones. And there's a reason why the old fashioned ways work, you know, like there are a balance within that in itself. And I needed to challenge myself more because after work or working out, there was a lot of just coming home, sitting in front of the TV, sitting in front of my phone, sitting there gaming and just slowly a little bit more depressed, a little bit more anxious just a little bit after a little bit, right? And I I put it on myself because like, let's say the acting that you talked about. I've just always been interested in just taking classes. I don't even care what it is. I love learning. I was going to be a, a history teacher. And one of these uh, professors I had said, if you want to be a teacher, you have to love learning. So at least I knew I was on the right path, but the politics of school and everything totally turned me off. But in terms of like growth and development, I knew I needed to like step it up with trying things, getting out in the real world, getting away from electronics. So I found this acting gig through a friend that was filling up the calendar, doing podcasting with you, trying to start another podcast. And then I'm hoping that the intramurals will be another part to this where I'm just filling up the calendar and I've noticed what a mental lift it has been. Just like getting unplugged and being a part of the real world, like kind of again, if you will. Kind of reminds me of like high school or something like, or college. So it's been just a terrific experience. Dope, dope. So again, break down the acting and what you've done with the acting so far for anybody that doesn't know. So it's been a lot of twists and turns to uh, my teacher is a, a Hollywood eccentric to say the least. It's almost something out of a TV show. Have you seen Barry, by the way? I was say, is this Barry? Is this Barry? Basically, this is every person when I try <laughs> every to wrinkler. Have you seen Barry? You need to see Barry. That's what I first thought when you mentioned this. I, was, I had Henry Wrinkler written all over it. And so I was, um, it's at this guy's house. Like, it's just in a room. And, like, 
you know, it's it's a very limited group of people that are just very passionate about acting and want to do it type thing. So I uh, I just really like the, the community aspect of it. But in terms of the actual class, we've changed a lot. We went from like a class class to basically starting a film series on the days when we would have classes. So the classes are kind of done, I guess, if you will, for now. I mean, with uh, my teacher, anything's possible, like LeBron would say. So those classes could be coming back any minute, but we're doing a film series, um, a couple different ones. I've got some roles for it. I'm also signed up for a short film. I'm sure everybody is going to enjoy these when they come out because I either die or get my ass kicked by some female. And I was very happy on the last role that we kept up that theme. I was worried I was going to shift away from that. I think that's going to be my niche is the, the dying get your ass kicked dude. And, uh, (laughs) but it's fun. It's, you know, we kind of go into these classes and the teacher, uh, I give him a ton of credit. He's a fantastic writer. I mean, I don't know if he's like a great writer, but the ability to just whip out a script with dialogue that's interesting almost immediately. Like I am very envious of it. And that's kind of a next goal of mine is to actually do some writing, but dialogue to me is just like, how the hell do you write dialogue? Um, But he has like this ability where it's like, you kind of just tell him, what would you want to play? Now he's not going to write you anything and everything, but he'll try to give you as close to what you want as possible. So if I wanted to be a cop or something in this like series or, and whatever, and a cop doesn't fit for whatever reason, he would try his best. Like, Oh, one of the examples was somebody that wanted to be an FBI agent, but he didn't look at all like an FBI agent. Like you wouldn't buy it whatsoever. So he's like, all right, if you really want to be an FBI agent, what we'll do is your ex-FBI, you left the force because you were just tired of the the rules and because he has like long hair and kind of this stuff, like the standard of FBI, he doesn't look like it. So you were sick of the rules, maybe a little alcohol dependency. And it was like, damn, this character is like rich. And he, that's what he does with these. So um, it's been a lot of fun just like seeing the character development seeing the wardrobe i've been trained on some of the crew stuff um it's really just getting to that point where i'm really filming behind the camera that's kind of like the next step i've done some scenes and stuff in class and i mean they've been recorded we'll see if those ever leave the vault but uh yeah it's been just creative and you know when we do these kind of podcast things you need that creative sensation to really like get you going definitely Definitely. Um, um, anything else? Anything else? This going on in the life of Ron. What about the breakup? You mentioned the breakup prior to Valentine's Day, which is just tragic, and then also getting laid off. What about what? Tell our fans, or not our fans, but our watchers and our listeners about the breakup because they may be going through something like that. And look at where you're at right now. You went through a breakup, a girl that you thought could be the one, and you're much better than than where you were back then. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those things where it's just kind of like you really thought it was something good, something kind of special that could be a a huge chapter of your life. And, you know, she kind of just didn't feel that way and things dissolved. And I'm not looking back or anything like that. Like for me, 
that taught me more on like myself and boundaries rather than worrying about her. Like it, you know, you got to value yourself. That's what I would give advice. Like you got to have boundaries within yourself. I, I guess I'm the cliche, like nice guy. Um, at least that's what you kind of get the interpretation of me at first until you get to know me a little, but um, it's really just understanding like, you got to be met, not necessarily halfway, but there's a balance that I keep going to that word balance because we live in a natural world that's constantly striving for equilibrium, whether that's a 1% to a 99% or whatever percentage in between. There's no such thing as zero or 100 for the most part, maybe some rare occasions, but you're looking at some kind of balance and just kind of with the women in my life, they've rarely tried to meet me kind of like, and I, I don't want to say all women, the women that I've been interested in specifically, um, they've rarely met me at all to bridge. It's been just kind of like all me. And that was kind of the similar thing with this girl. And in the end, it's probably a good thing that it ended because that I would have fallen into probably an old habit and an old trap. And it probably wouldn't have been as good because that's the thing with like infatuation and love. We make terrible decisions with it all the time. If you're not like strong and conscious. So I would say with anybody going through any type of stuff like that, make sure you've learned from it, like that you have boundaries within yourself that you're not going to just bend over backwards for somebody. Do you wait, wait, wait? Do you um give too much too soon? Have you thought about perhaps you know um not being available yeah, all the not always being available yeah. um you know just um, kind of slow walking I no, it? I have no more patience so, for any of that crap. Honestly, like I'm so sick of these like <laughs> stupid rules and situations. Like, oh, you're talking too long. You're doing this. Like, kiss my ass. I'm myself. You don't like it. See ya. Have you talked to that girl ever since you guys split? Okay, okay. So this is... Now, you're talking grown folk stuff, but I'm going to show you how things affected me when I was younger. And I, I mean, I, I'm not in the streets, but it, it aided me. I feel in ways in the streets. I remember that... Um, I remember this girl. So eighth grade, Eighth grade, this girl transferred to our school, right? Um, nice looking young lady. Ended up being a valedictorian. So she was smart too. And we had to have uh she actually they put us in groups. It's the first week of school. So she knew. It's like, damn, I'm I'm in a group with the new girl and I I like her, right? I like her. So we had um had to write something nice about somebody, the other person. So she wrote that. She liked how I dressed or whatever, right? I don't remember what I wrote, right? So anyway, um, life goes on, um, you know, and at the end of the school year, it's like the last couple of months she wanted to go with me, right? So we ended up going together or whatever. And um, over the summer, we broke up. And part of the reason we broke up is because she said I was too nice. And it's funny because recently, this last year, I had an epiphany about this situation. So let I me tell you, the, let me tell you the sucker shit that I did. Thought I was being sweet. So remember, the card that I talked about. I kept that card, and I gave it to her when we started going 
people together. Now, mind you, that card was for the beginning of the school year when we weren't talking or nothing. And I had the card and I gave it to her. I would sing on the phone to this girl. This is boys, prime boys to men oh, right now. It. All right, How this is prime. Come on, Jodeci. This is prime, right? So, I'll so then again, that didn't come out. That hadn't came out yet. But, <laughs> um, so look, this is the thing. So then I thought about it this year, right? And it's funny that girl. I was speaking of that same girl. I remember that girl when I was like a junior, maybe. She came back and she wanted me to defl- deflower, if we can say that, or whatever, right? And um, I told her, like, yo, I'm not a virgin. So if that's the angle you go with. Because <laughs> I didn't want to. I, I, she was cool. We were friends. I didn't want to set her up to where you thinking we're going to have this special connection, special connection. And I'm hustling you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I try not to be that dude. You know what I'm saying? So that didn't happen. But she ended up coming back. But the point I'm bringing up is my um, infatuation with her had subsided at that point, right? But it hit me that that last couple, so second half of my eighth grade year, me and the guys I was running with took that motherfucker over. And we used to like, like fight, like throw blows. And people basically quit, right? And I was like, man, you know what? This girl saw me fight, talk crazy t- in class, saw the teacher hit me for no reason. She viewed me as a bad boy, and I messed around <laughs> and showed her this, this, how soft. And I didn't think about, because she was, a mind you, she was only there for one year, right? So that year encapsulated her whole opinion. She didn't have four or five years of being in school with me, right? She was only there for that one year. And at the end of that school year, I was the not the baddest. I was one of the baddest motherfuckers up in that bitch, right? And <laughs> right? like we took like ooh, it was we dominated. It was cold because it was like we had to, we came for it and we took it. And it didn't hit me until I was this age, damn near. Where I was like, oh my god, no wonder she uh, she got uh, thought I was a softie when she saw me do all this other stuff. And I that was just that was still a part of me. That person that did all that other stuff. But this was in the this is how I feel about when I'm in love or whatever, right? Or in super like um back at that point or whatever. So getting back to that, that always um that and like the next time that I really got my heart hurt always made me distant and nonchalant, which can be infuriating to women at sometimes. <laughs> and it serves its purpose. Compared to when you open yourself up like a wet blanket I know, and I get your heart get your heart snatched out like an Indiana Jones movie. Ah. <laughs> like, and I guess again, what you said is better. You should be allowed to be yourself. There should be, or there is rather, someone out there that wants you not on any bullshit. I like you, you like me, we connect and we either move on for a definite amount of time or maybe it's just finite and we we maybe have a, a decent amount of time together, but it's not a bad split or anything like that. You're right. And I mean, again, if I, I think if I, because even at times I'll say this, when I was still dating, 
at times I wasn't like that. I still would be like, yo, I like you. Let's not play games. You know, and to be honest, that shit didn't work. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I think that I remember the last time I pulled that. And it wasn't even a girl that I like really liked. But I was like, yo, look, let's let's hang out, let's kick it or whatever. And I man, it just I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Said I get. I'm not the one to give advice. I guess if that's what that's right. Everything you're saying is right. I don't disagree with a damn word you're saying. That's exactly. That's the advice I'm getting. Oh, you're giving too much, or you're. you're just, you know what? Like how I look at dating right now, it's not fun. It's super hard. It's never enjoyable, and they always stop trying. What's I don't do things like I'm not one of these psychos out here that does things that are super hard and has no payoff. If I got to work for something, there's got to be a payoff. And just like, oh, a misstep. Oh, oh, you, everything's been good, but you just did one thing wrong. Like, oh, I'm not going to be perfect. I'm going to make mistakes. If that's the, like, high wire act I got to walk, I'm staying on the ground. See you later. On, listen, you just hit something. It reminded me of something from this past week. So we went to a escape room, like, two or three days ago, right? Now, mind you. I preference us going like I'm tired of going to these fucking escape rooms and taking L's because I don't do this shit for fun. I do this shit for victories. All right. Right. So we get to the point we get to where we don't we're the time runs out. The young lady comes in. She's like, do you always want to know what happened? I'm kind of like, no, dude. We were spelling a word correctly away from getting the fuck out of the escape room. This close. It was that. Open up a box. Put these things up there. We out. We. I walked out of that bitch so hot. After the kids and my niece, after was like, yeah, we're going to take. She was like, do you want me to take a picture, y'all? The lady asked. And I was like, you going to take the picture? I'm like, hell no. I'm not taking that picture. <laughs> I'm like, the girl comes again. I want the little funky ass picture. The girl comes and gives me an armband, and I had to catch myself. She's like, "Do you want this armband?" And I was like, "Yes, thank you." Because, <laughs> like you said, though, I don't do this shit just to do it. I do this just shit for dummies. That's that's what I'm here for, like just to torture right. myself. Bro, I came to a realization with some of this shit too. I feel like sports, you have it should be mandatory if you're physically able to to play a sport. If you're not physically able to to play some kind of sport that you can, or a game like chess or something like that. Why? It's nothing to do with the actual sport itself. Quick question before I finish: That girl you were talking about, did she play any sports? Um, you mean the one from grade school? Um, she see my grade school didn't have girls' sports. She was part of the she was a cheerleader though. That's okay. That's okay, right there. Yeah, she was a cheerleader. So what I think is sports teach you a lot in terms of life. There's a lot of valuable lessons. And I think like when you kind of go through the process and you like know work put into something for the reward because we as humans romanticize everything if we want to right and i think number one romanticize is dating go figure where everybody especially nowadays with these apps 
Cinderella, Prince Charming, they're a swipe away to all these people if you're doing wow. it seriously. Wow. Like, obviously, there's a lot of, like, men and women on there that's just trying to fuck or get subscribers. Okay. One or the other. But then the serious ones, people seriously doing it, they have lost their freaking minds. Just because you get a bunch of swipes don't mean that, like, you are this pedestal person. Man, woman, anything in between. I don't care what the gender. I'm talking just people because it, it doesn't matter. Like, again, I don't want, I'm just talking humans. We're way more alike than we are different. Like, that shit, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. No. We're both from Earth, but we might travel to those two planets because we just do things differently. That's the only difference. I hate when guys are like, why aren't women horny? They are. They just go about it differently than we do. Just like with men, or women complaining about men. No, it's the same thing. We just do about it differently. Like, it's just different, but it's still the same. And I feel like when you go through some actual shit and you start seeing the window dressing and the bullshit, that's when you can start being serious about, like, dating or love. But until then... If you're like head in the clouds, which is life in general, but especially dating, I mean, no one's going to fly up there. No one's going to fly up and find you up there. You got to come back down to earth. I mean, I, I think, again, if I was outside, I would probably use these apps. But I think also I would just use the old fashioned way of if I if I meet you or I know you and I talk to you and see if there's a connection rather than um, doing it all tech. But I mean, again, I'm not in the market. I don't no, know. That's the best, that's, that's that's, the know, best way. I have, no, yeah, I have yeah. no information to give on this whatsoever. I'm not upset that I don't know. It just seems like, like you know, one thing I've come <laughs> to grips with, and it's funny, and I think about you, um, I'm happy that I am as old as I am and that I'm going to die when I'm going to die because I don't necessarily know if I like the future that's going to come. And I'm like, you know what? The thing is always about being young and living forever. And it's like, I don't know about this future. And I I, I worry about my kids and my uh, my grand, my future grandkids and so on and so forth um, because this is going to be some crazy shit with technology in general and world powers and also who knows what America will be. Um, in the next 50 to 100 years as far as being the, at the top of the heap. You know what I'm saying? Um, and also just being a, a, a black in who, you know, like just it's so much. Um, but it's like, you know what? I'm happy that I grew up to where I didn't have to live. Like, like I'm happy I'm not a teenager right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, in, I'm like, I'm about to enter the dating world. And I do all this shit through tech. Not to say that some of these kids still don't meet up in the streets or anything like that, but primarily I'm doing everything's about my social media. Um, like there's there's no off switch. So I can't go home and be by myself. Like that used to be one of the best parts. You didn't really like I would go home and read comic books and be in my room, you know what I'm saying? After playing sports and being one of I, I had true me time to disconnect, and there's no fucking disconnection. You know what I'm saying? Like, in that, like, living in this, and it's... It's not even disconnection. It's a want to never disconnect. That's, like, it's so far the other way. But it's because they're over... You have to stay stimulated. Like, now, we're so addicted to stimulation 
that you we didn't have the option to be forever stimulated. You know what I'm saying? Like cartoons yeah, went off. Imaginative. Right, exactly. You know, I couldn't sit there and watch cartoons all day. You know what I'm saying? And even if I could, they were be there would be reruns at some point. So I wouldn't watch them. You know, sports are only we're only on so much. You know what I'm saying? So I had time to either talk to my friends on the phone, talk to whoever I was dating, play my video games. If I was gonna play video games, go talk to whoever's I'm gonna talk to my dad, talk to my great, I talk to my grand. You know what I'm saying? Talk to the people in my house, you know, go out and hang with my friends. But I always had a time where I didn't have this to sit there and make sure I'm I'm forever connected to, to something. You pulled the devil out yeah. on me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th this right here, like, I mean, it, it just, it's a waste. Not to say there's not good things that come with this and you can get paid and all that other shit. But it's it's such it's, it is the devil that you, you you sit there and you have nothing to do. The first thing you do is grab this. There was a point last week my, my our niece spent the um spent the week with us right, and there was a point we were all sitting in the front room, Athens in the dining room, and all of us had our phones out, and we're in the room together, but we're all on our phone. I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, no. what the like, no, like, go get the Uno cards. Let's let's do something. Um, let's this isn't this isn't it, and it's like that's how these but kids are hanging on out. Your phone? No, nah. play on our phone and connect that way. <laughs> no, no that, ain't, that ain't got the same. That ain't got the same. Same. <sighs> um, but yeah, like and that that right there, um, it's crazy. But yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I think though it's gonna be great. You're gonna find um that special lady. And it's gonna be a one that that vibes the way you vibe. Sometimes she's gonna get on your nerves, and sometimes you're gonna get on her nerves. Um, but it, the, it, there's there's more good, way more good than bad. Um, and that's the reason you hold on to each other. Um, you know, and don't you can't rush it. It'll happen when it happens. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I'm super jaded about it, but I know once I'm 50, I'll find some divorcee, and everything will be okay. It may, it may be, you know. Uh, I mean, like yeah, that. It, that's a way of going now. Nah, nah, don't don't say that. But uh, I mean, life might humble me. Life might humble me. It definitely does it sometimes. But uh, I got the I got the gut feeling, the evidence. I got everything. I'm not even. Uh, it's just nah. Uh, just nah. Oh, man, you gotta have some hope. Not to say you shouldn't focus on it. Um, but also, don't don't be jaded to the point where you may block a blessing. Even like, due, I mean, I don't think I will. Jaded. I don't think I will. Like, I'm an open-minded person. Like, I think I can realize that stuff. I just think it's it's not even just women. It's just the environment that we were just talking about. The environment of the world right now. Like, I just do not value so many of the things that people overvalue, and it's very difficult to bridge that gap. How do you go from like, hey, this is everything, and when you look at me, I'm like, uh, that's nothing to me, so I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, but there'll be somebody that's out there that's like that. There's somebody out there that's like that. They're so disconnected. Just... They're, not, they're not even watching the show. I won't be able to find them. You'll find them. You'll you'll find there's someone out there who feels the exact same way, or enough of the same way. It may not be exact the exact same way, but it's like minded enough yeah. to where. I'm just, I mean, come on, dude. You're not ugly. You look look at all the weight you lost. 
You know, so you're gonna be even sexier as you're aging out yeah. now. You know, just, I just maybe it's time to put the highlights back in. Ready, and we lost her. You say what? I, I always joke, but I'm kind of serious. I think she just got hit by a bus at some time, and. <laughs> You may need to move again. Yeah, I mean Vegas is not to, a great place. Not a great yeah, place. You may need to, you may need to move again. And yeah, um, again, dog, like anytime I find happiness and it's like try to find the partner. Oh nope, Ryan's got to change something. Like oh, I'm just so done with that. So done. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. I mean, there has to be compromises. But you're right as far as. Truly changing yourself. That I'm interested in, they don't believe in that. Which is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, like. It's, I don't it's know. also me. But again, I got, I got a bad picker up here. That's for sure. It's also me. It's not just them. Definitely. You got to type, clearly. Um, even if they don't look alike, sound alike, whatever, but there's something to oh, it where. Wrong for Ryan. That's my type. Yeah, like. Yeah, maybe I hate to say, maybe you need somebody that wants you a little bit more instead of you being the person that wants them. Um, like some maybe. people say, make make sure you're with someone that wants you, rather than so because that that can work out a lot easier than you chasing down somebody. You know, so that chase down never works well. You already said it. It's it's just the focus is over on that crap. I'm filling up the calendar. I'm gonna do like, and it's not even just close minded like. Maybe through the acting people, just connecting, making friendships. Maybe they'll know somebody or have a good suggestion, even though I do not trust matchmakers anymore. Oh, my God. They are pathetic. Men, women, anything in between tries to match me with someone. I don't know what the fuck they're thinking, quite honestly. Like, bruh, or sis, or whatever. Like, nah. I don't know what the hell you're thinking. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. For me, outside of maybe when in my 20s, but like 30s and more, I've always been leery of matchmaking people because one, like for the dudes, I know a little bit too much of them. And I don't even, I don't want to put that on some girl that I really know. And like, look, most of my guys that are worth, you know, me hooking them up, I, they got a woman. So it's like, I can't help you because my guys who don't have, you know, and then, I didn't know you for the most part, because you would be someone that I would act, like, for instance, Tony. You know, before he got married, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I, 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 there weren't people necessarily in y'all age range that I knew that either. You know what I'm saying? Where I can be like, you know, there are people around my age. Um, but, yeah, like, there's – and that's like I said, there are – I do have good guys, but, one, I didn't have a female the, – the, the girls, the lady, the women that I could hook them up with were eight years older. You know what I'm saying? So – um, but that it's always been kind of like, I don't know about all that. You know what I'm saying? Because as an adult, like, again, I'm not dissing anybody that does it. But as an adult, someone, I don't even want that shit on me. Because that shit probably going to go left. So it's it like, left. And it's because it's like the terrible matchmaking for me. Like, this was always going to go left. What the hell are you thinking, honestly? And a, a big part of matchmaking that people do not understand, if anybody wants to be a little matchmaker out there, Remember, you're not matching for yourself, idiot. You're matching for the other person. You got to think about the other person and you got to think what would they like. It's not about what you like, moron. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a, that's a really good point. You know what I'm saying? That's probably the biggest issue 
with matchmaking. Is um, everyone just like, oh, the person I love, you're cute. I think you would just fit with anybody. Like, okay. But even with like that matchmaking, we'll see. Maybe, but like the intramural sports. I think I'm going to try to do like I really want to get into basketball, but I think I really want to do co-ed specifically and not just male basketball. So I think like that could be a potential avenue. I want to get back into the boxing. Like maybe that's a potential avenue. Like it's really, I think, just trying to live in the the physical world, in the real world as much as possible. And we'll just roll the dice and see what happens. And at that point, it would be the last point we make on this episode of uh, Life of Ryan, scene three, take seven action uh hope everybody enjoyed this little update um we are back on it um we're gonna bring you bears content we we know they're gonna travel to indianapolis for a joint practice they face this is a friday they face the titans in their first preseason game tomorrow saturday um so we'll definitely talk some news about that next week we'll give you a bears episode um so we're back ryan and myself are back um, no BSing. Uh, we'll give you episodes like this. We're checking in on Ryan's life as we live vicariously through him. Um, good and bad. <laughs> but look, as always, we appreciate you taking time out of your busy day um, to spend a little bit of time with us. Please subscribe if you haven't subscribed and please pass on the information to anybody that's like-minded that may enjoy this. Always appreciate it. Please be safe and we look forward to talking to you down the road.